0: Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. This episode from the life of Sherlock Holmes will be transmitted to our men and women overseas by shortwave and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Petri Wine brings you Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce in the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes. The Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine, invite you to listen to Dr. Watson tell about another exciting adventure he shared with his old friend, that master detective Sherlock Holmes. And say, I want to ask you if you've sent in for that little present we've got for you. You know, that swell recipe calendar? It's free, of course, and it's really something. It's a two-year calendar for 1945 and 46. And it's beautifully done in full color. But the best part of it is that it's jammed with recipes and ideas for cooking with Petri Wine. Send for your free recipe calendar tonight. Just send your name and address to Petri Wine, P-E-T-R-I, Petri Wine, San Francisco, 26, California. San Francisco, 26, California. The requests for this swell calendar have been coming in so fast that you better hurry up and get yours before we get snowed under. Bright tonight, and we'll send you your free recipe calendar at once. And now for our weekly visit with the good Dr. Watson. Let's see if he's waiting for us. Good evening, Doctor.
1: Playing the phonograph, I see. Yes, my boy. And that particular melody has some very potent memories for me. Here I'll I'll turn the thing on. You haven't come here to listen to a Mozart sonata. You want a story, don't you, young fellow lad. That's right, Doctor. Well, let's sit down. Uh, All right. That's better. Now I'll now I'll tell you what. Oh, thank you, Doctor. It
0: began in Vienna
1: in 1889, many, many years before. The insane house painter named Schickelgruber had converted that gay city into a place of fear
0: and oppression. And uh, what were you and Sherlock Holmes doing there, Doctor? Just uh, taking a trip? Mr. Foreman, in those early days of our association, we didn't have the time or the
1: money for just uh, taking trips. No, 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 we were in Vienna because Holmes had been engaged in certain highly important investigations. We were staying in a charming little pension inhabited by students and musicians. And on the night the story began, we'd finished dinner and had returned to our room. I was busy making some notes on the investigation we'd just concluded. And Holmes was scraping away at his beloved violin. Oh, it. What's wrong?
2: Why can't I get it?
1: Oh, it sounds sounds very pretty to me. Pretty, really, old chap. Ah. Uh... An armature.
2: Huh? A heavy fingered one at that. Listen to this.
1: Uh,
2: sounds like a fiddler at an Irish wake.
1: Oh, take it easy, Holmes. Take it easy. There's no need to fling the violin down like that. What's an old chap? Why, with all your other
2: excellent qualities, are you not a pianist? Well, what's the
1: piano got to do with it?
2: In this case, everything. There's a piano in this room, and if you could play it, the Mozart sonata I'm struggling with might have some meaning. Come in. Oh, good evening, Fräulein. You wish to see me? You are,
3: Herr Sherlock Holmes. That is my name. Then, are. Yeah, I wish to see you. I am Leo Uhlenstein. I live here in this pension. How do
2: you do? You do. Now, this is my friend, Dr. Watson.
3: How do you do, Herr Doctor?
1: I'm very glad to meet you, my dear.
2: Uh, Fräulein Uhlenstein, uh, may I pay my tribute to the brilliance of your piano playing? You have the exact precision of phrasing that Mozart demands.
1: How do
3: you
2: know, afternoon? Both well, Dr. Watson and I were present at the command performance you gave at the Imperial Court
1: fortnight ago. Hey, Julius, I knew I'd seen you somewhere before. <laughs> uh, my friend was just expressing the need of a pianist as you walked in, young lady. Perhaps the, oh, the I'm two sorry. of you...
3: i I do not play with amateur. amateurs.
1: Amateurs? Really well, really? I don't mean to
3: be rude. It's just that my life is dedicated to my professional oh, career. I, I quite I'm understand,
2: rude. Farline. Oh, and now yeah. please tell me, uh, what can I do to help you? I must presume you have come to see me in my professional capacity.
3: Yeah, well, that is correct, Herr Holmes. Though I realize to a great detective like you, my... The problem must seem quite trivial. I I am being blackmailed by a man in this pension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is Shandor Orapady, a Hungarian painter who lives in the studio upstairs.
2: Shandor Orapady. Yes, I think I've heard of him.
3: Since two months now, ever since he know my secret, he's come to me for money. And today he told me he must have 250 gulden, or he will go to the police. I have not that much money. Here, Holmes. Please to tell me what I shall do.
2: Just what hold does he have over you?
3: Mein Bruder, Karl, he got into some trouble here, and the police were looking for him, but he ran away to München. Uh, as you say, Munich and Sander Arpardi knew of this. He was a friend of mine, so oh, I thought. When this trouble came on my brother, I turned to Sander for help. He smuggled Karl out of the country, and he turned
2: on me for blackmail.
3: He was a bad man. I wish he was dead.
2: Those blackmailers are cowards at heart. I think Dr. Watson and I will call on the gentleman. By the way, does he have any written evidence of your brother's crime?
3: Yeah, he has his address in Munich. i show Shandor a letter from him when he first go there and keep the letter. They'll not give it back to
1: me. And if he gave the police your brother's address, they'd, uh, they'd arrest him, eh? They would, of course. Yes, would.
3: Herr Holmes, <laughs> will you please to tell me what I should do? I cannot go on this way. My, my
2: music now, is Now, Pauline, uh, calm yourself. I shall be most happy to help you, and uh, if you will lead the way, we'll see how persuasive we can be with Shandora Paddy.
3: That is the studio Herr Holmes, at the end of the corridor.
2: I see. Now, remember, young lady, you'd better let me do most of the talking. Bearing in mind our party's profession, we'll take the liberty of opening his door. Well,
1: that doesn't look a very complicated lot to me. Oh, I think this skeleton key will do the trick. It's very
3: dangerous, Herr Holmes, if Shandor finds oh, you No,
1: doing... no, 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 Don't you worry about that, Florida. We're perfectly capable of, of taking care of ourselves. Uh huh, there we are. Close the door behind you,
2: will Watson?
1: See a thing? I'll strike a match. Oh, God! Oh. Name Quick, Look good. at him.
2: Thumped over his desk. Light the gas, will you, Watson. Light you your home. Well, judging from his appearance, Fräulein Wollenstein, I think Sandor Lapardi had other enemies besides yourself, less scrupulous enemies.
1: He's been strangled. Look at the finger marks on his throat. Is he? Yes. Body is still warm, though. I'm afraid he's dead. I am
3: glad. Thus a bad man. Deserved to die.
1: Watson, do you notice that the fingers
2: of the killer have broken the skin and drawn blood?
1: I do, yes,
3: yes, sir. Yes. have. Yes. Should we not communicate with the police? Before
2: we do that, Pauline, we must see if we can find your brother's letter. Help me move the body, will you, Watson? Lying across an open dispatch box that might contain the document in question. All right,
1: John. Come on, my fellow. That's it. Ah. ah.
2: For well, a painter, the late Mr. Apari was an unusually methodical man. Everything filed here in alphabetical order. Here we are. You, Fraulein, Lea Ullenstein. Yeah. And the letter has the Munich postmark. Oh. I think this must be the document in question. Will you examine it, please, Fraulein? Yeah,
3: ja, yeah, this is the letter. Herr Holmes, how can I thank you?
2: There's very little thank me for If The blackmailer were still alive. I fear it uh, wouldn't have been so simple a matter. I wonder what other treasures this box contains. Hello.
1: Hello. What is it, Holmes?
2: Interesting. Extremely interesting. Look at this, old fellow. Good Lord. Information on the case that we've just been working exactly. on. And from the names attached to the document, I think we may assume that the dead man did not confine his blackmailing to struggling young pianists. He was after a big game, too. Yes, we'd better be careful, Holmes. I don't think that we should go for the police just yet. No. We'll start by having a little talk with the other residents of this pension. Fraulein, who lives in the room adjoining this one? I too, Herr Holmes. And the room across the landing?
3: Lai Tong-Fo, the great Chinese actor. He's performing here in Vienna. I
2: see. Then I think we'll start by calling on him. Return to your room, Fraulein, and we will let you know later what we've found. In the meantime, say nothing to anyone of what has happened.
3: I will do everything you tell me, Herr Holmes. And please, once again, please let me thank you for what you've done
1: You know, Holmes, I'm not sure that girl didn't strangle a party herself. A pianist would have unusual strength in her fingers, and we know that she had the, the motive. And look how unnaturally calm she was when she realized the man was dead. I disagree with you, old fellow. Huh?
2: I think what you refer to as unnatural calmness is really the cold detachment of the two artists. Well, I have a feeling we should keep an eye on her just the same. We will, Watson. We will. And now I suggest we pay a visit across the landing to the distinguished Chinese actor, Mr. Ling Fu Fo
4: yes please. you wish to see me
2: if you could spare us a
4: moment sir but of course gentlemen ah uh, please to come in
2: my name is sherlock holmes this is my colleague dr watson uh, how, how do you do, do sir
4: how do you do i am greatly flattered uh. to meet you you are not here to see me in your professional capacity, I hope, Mr. Hoffman? Oh, no,
2: not exactly. I just wanted to ask you a few questions. Uh,
4: please, do ask me
2: anything. Do you know Shandora Paddy, the painter who lives across the hall?
4: I, uh, I, uh, know him by sight. Uh, we nod to each other on the stairs, nothing more. I see. Have you been in your room most of the evening, may I ask? But yes, I have been sitting here quietly for the past few hours, reading over the Analects of Confucius. Uh, may I ask, sir, uh, whether
1: you heard any unusual noises this evening? Sounds of a struggle or a cry from the direction of sandor Pardi's room, for instance?
4: I, uh, I uh, do not think so. Wait, yes, yes. I think I did hear laced voices in there and the sound of a cry.
2: About how long ago was this?
4: Oh, an hour ago, perhaps more. Is uh, anything wrong? Has the club come to Shandor? Shandor?
2: I thought you said you had uh, only a nodding acquaintance I with have. the gentleman.
4: Well, he is a, a well-known artist. It is only natural I should call him by his first name, Mr. Holmes, even though I do not know him. Uh, has something happened to him?
2: I'm afraid so, but I can't tell you any more about it at the moment. Thank you for your cooperation. We shall see you again, no doubt. Good evening, sir. Good evening, gentlemen.
4: Uh, good think, good evening,
1: Good evening, good evening, good evening. that fellow wasn't telling us the truth, you know, Holmes. He seemed very shifty to me. Well, where are we going now? Downstairs to the porter's
2: desk. There's only one entrance to to this house you'll remember. The porter may be able to tell us of uh, any unusual comings and goings in the last hour or two. Come on, old chap, don't dawdle. There's a great deal of work ahead of us.
4: Dear Holmes, what can I do for
2: you? How long have you been on duty tonight?
4: Uh, since five o'clock. Did you notice what people have come in or gone out since then? No one has gone out. Ah,
2: splendid. And who came in?
4: Feuerlein Ullenstein came in just after six, oh, yes. and uh, Herr Appadie, the painter, come in a few minutes later. That is all. Ah.
2: Who lives in the other ground floor apartments besides Dr. Watson and myself?
4: There are only two other apartments. In the one to the right of the corridor lives uh, Madame Jansen. She's a Swedish lady, mm-hmm. a sculptor. And in the other? Signora Violetti, the Italian
2: opera singer. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm much obliged to you. I'm
1: happy to be of service here well, Where are we off to now? Back, back to our room?
2: Oh, we'll call on Madame Violetti if she's at home.
1: Oh, sounds as if she's very much at home.
5: That is a friend of a come to see me. Bravo! Bravissimo! I have so much wish to make her acquaintance. Sit down, sit down, of no, course. No, no, no. Oh. I'm
1: afraid we can only stay for a moment, madam. I my friend wanted to ask you a few questions. Yes, Signora. I just wanted to know... I know, know if... your questions.
5: Oh. You play the violin. I have heard you. Yes. You want to know whether the great Valeria will allow you to accompany her in the magnificent soprano aria, a lusso from a Mozart, Chile, to Magico. Yes, well, huh? The sir. answer to your question is... Uh, uh, yes,
4: ma'am. Uh, Excuse uh, me, Signora, but
2: uh, if you don't mind. Um, uh, uh, but, but that was not one of my questions.
5: It was not. But I will sing it with you just at this time.
2: You flatter me, but um, at the moment there are other things on my mind. Signora Fioletti, do you know Chandra Patti?
5: Mm, by his side, that is all. He makes eyes at me, but I know pay pay I do not like on gals.
2: You haven't seen him this evening?
5: No. I have been alone reviewing the score at La Troviata. I am to sing it next week here in Vienna. Yes. I hope you'll both be present. It would be a great treat I'm for you. I'm sure it would be, <laughs> now you <should> <laughs>
1: Oh,
4: it is
5: sad you must go so soon. But come and see me again, and I will sing for you both before you leave Vienna. <laughs>
1: Great Scott, what a ghastly woman. She's not your murderess, I'm sure. And now I suppose we'll have to question this scalpless woman. And then we'll talk to everyone in the house.
2: Now, I think before we visit her, we'll examine the dead man's room a little more closely. That black tin dispatch box may hold the key to this mystery.
1: they certainly tell an interesting story a party had obviously been blackmailing madame yanson the the yes and also our friend the chinese actor Tung Fo. then Tung Fo was lying when he said that he didn't know a party. obviously by george three of the four people living in this house in his power hello uh, uh what's the matter what have you found
2: footprints in the cigar ash on the carpet prints of a small foot leading us to this closet somebody must have
1: been hiding in there
2: uh, huh? possibly uh-huh take a look at these watson and hair.
1: Long black hair. Where were
2: they? On a hook in the cupboard. Someone bracing themselves back so as to be out of sight could easily leave such evidence.
1: I've got it, Holmes. I've got it. The long black hair, the long nails that caused the peculiar marks on a part of his throat, and the small footprint. It was a woman. Possibly, but
2: which one? Fraulein Ullenstein and Signora Violette both have blonde hair, remember? And it must be that Stop this woman. Not necessarily. Who else, not a woman, might have small feet, long nails, and long black hair? By Jovey. Chinese extraley
4: come
1: on well, I hope he's still there
2: come on Frank. come on let's go
1: in home look at him he's praying. His head's in his hands. No, my
2: dear fellow, I'm afraid prayers can do him no good now. He's been strangled. Strangled with his own cue.
0: Dr. Watson's story will continue in just a second, so I'm going to take that second for a fast question. I know you've probably tasted port wine, but have you ever tasted Petri California port? Have you? Because if you haven't tried Petri Port, well, you can just tell yourself right now, you don't know how good a port can be. Petri Port is rich, red, and hearty. But what you want to know is, how does it taste? The answer to that is short and sweet. The taste is terrific. And say, Petri California Muscatel is on the terrific side, too. Petri Muscatel has the flavor and fragrance of real juicy Muscat grapes. Mmm, Both wines are perfect after dinner or any time you're sitting around talking with your friends. Try them. They're great. They've got to be because they're Petri. And now back to tonight's new Sherlock Holmes adventure. The famous pair are staying in Vienna where they've become involved in the mysterious strangling of a notorious blackmailer. As we rejoin our story, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson are cross-questioning another of the suspects, a Swedish sculptress by the name of Madame Young.
1: What do you want with me? Why have you come in here? Well, we just wanted to ask you a few questions, madam, to admire your figurines. May I ask if you always work in
2: clay?
4: Yeah, but what's that for you? Do you wish to buy some of my sculptures?
2: Uh, no, but I
1: assure you the question was pertinent.
4: Tell me who you are and stop wasting my time. Uh,
1: my friend is a private detective, madam.
4: A detective? Who sent you here?
1: No one
2: sent me here. I'm conducting an investigation of the murder of Shandor Apadi.
3: Shandor dead? Mm-hmm.
1: Good. I'm glad. Yes, madam. But we happen to know that you had a motive for killing him. He'd been blackmailing you.
3: Get out of here. What right have you to come here and question? No, me? No,
1: no, no, no. Look here, madam. If you know what's good for you, you will answer our and
2: question. And if you
4: know what's good for you, you'll get out of here. Both of you.
1: Come along, Watson. But Holmes,
2: you can't possibly. Forgive me, madam, for our intrusion. We meant no rudeness.
4: You have been rude. In total, we
1: will. Go away, wait. Whatever made you back down like that, Holmes? Obviously, she's the killer. Rubbish. But her hair was just
2: black. Yes, but it was short hair. And didn't you notice the size of her feet anyway? She works in clay. If it had been marble, I might have suspected her.
1: Pardon my soul, Holmes. I wish you'd tell me what you're driving at. I have the answer to these oh, killings now, on. Watson. Hmm?
2: But I'll have to prove it. I'm afraid I must work with you, old chap. Would you mind waiting for me in our room? No, no, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That may be dangerous. Wait for me in Signora Violetti's room. If you you don't mind, I'll join you there as soon as my work is done. Pretend that you have returned because you were so enchanted with her voice.
1: Great Scott Holmes, you can't ask me to be alone
2: with with that dreadful woman. Please do as I say, Watson, and don't question me. There isn't a moment to be lost. (laughs)
5: Maria, my dear
1: doctor. No, 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 madam, I'm afraid I don't.
5: You've not heard about great Giuseppe Verdi? I
1: said, well, I said, well, I heard of him, of course, but uh, I can't identify his work.
5: <laughs> that was from a Rigoletto, you silly man. Rigoletto? Come, no. tell me your favorite composer. I will sing something of his just for you. I will turn the gaslight down. No, 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 no don't do that. Turn the gaslight down. That will be so much more
1: romantic. Oh, now, who is your favorite composer? Well, I don't know that I have any favorite. Uh, uh, what's his name? Wagner's very funny, you know. Oh, Wagner,
5: he's a heavy like most German composers. But the viola can master him.
1: Oh, Lord, here she goes again. Ah! Great heavens, Chinese actor.
2: I am sorry to make commotion, but as we say in my country, those who return from grave seek with double knowledge. Oh, you devil! You
5: devil! I kill you once! I kill you once! I kill you
2: again! Thank you for the confession, Senora Violetti. You can testify to it, Watson. Holmes! No, you don't, Senora. Your nails are too sharp for my liking.
1: Killing your thumb balls on you! And the catch
2: up! She's fainted, Holmes. Painted, eh? What an undramatic exit for a most dramatic lady. <laughs>
1: Now that you've turned signora violetti over to the police perhaps you tell me what made you certain
2: that she was the murderess. it was obvious from the beginning that a party was strangled by someone with long fingernails when light was killed it ruled him out then who was the woman with a motive and long nails well, best
1: of all,
2: no. and i mentioned my dear fellow was the woman Florine ullenstein no being a concert pianist her nails were naturally short the sculptress who worked in clay again no that would make it impossible for her to mold her delicate figurines Therefore, Signora Violetti, by the process of elimination, was the only woman with long nails. But
1: why did she strangle the Chinese actor, too? Well, undoubtedly, he witnessed
2: the first killing. The long black hairs in the closet were from his queue. I presume that later he threatened Signora Violetti, and so he himself was strangled. But I
1: still don't understand why she strangled our Pardi in the first place. Uh, Watson, well, I think you'll find that he's uh, been
2: blackmailing her, too. Remember, he had documents incriminating everyone in the house except her. I think... Uh, we may assume she killed him and then removed her own papers from the dispatch box. But I would no proof, and so, well, I had to frighten her into confession.
1: So that's why you disguised yourself
2: as Lai Tung Fu. Yes, I borrowed the robes from his room. It was lucky that the lights were low as I entered. Yes. And it's also fortunate that to the average European, all Chinese look alike. Come in. Ah, Fräulein Ullenstein. We'll be coming in to see you in a few minutes. I
3: have been waiting so anxiously. Is everything all right?
1: Well, from your point of view, my, my dear young lady, yes. There's nothing more for you to worry about.
3: Oh, I would like to repay you here, Holmes.
2: I, uh, I've done very little for you, but if you really feel that you owe me something... Yeah? Well, perhaps just this once you wouldn't mind, uh, accompanying an amateur?
3: <laughs>
2: it would be a pleasure.
3: What did you wish me to
2: play? A Mozart sonata. But of course.
3: The no from the E-flat, I Ah, suppose,
2: that's huh? splendid.
1: Please, Roland. <laughs> You like Mozart, here, Doctor? Oh, very very much, young lady, very much. In fact, uh, I, uh, I might say, he is my favorite composer. Charming, perfectly charming. I only wish that that all our adventures could end so melodiously.
0: Tonight's Sherlock Holmes adventure is written by Dennis Green and Anthony Boucher and is based on an incident in the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle story, A Case of Identity. Mr. Rathbone appears to the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer and Mr. Bruce to the courtesy of Universal Pictures, where they are now starring in the Sherlock Holmes series. This is Bill Foreman saying goodnight for the Petrie family. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.